0: All right, for this episode, we'll be talking about The Who's Tommy. In the room, I have Rob yes, sir. and Grady. Hey. Tommy is the fourth studio album by the English rock band, The Who. It was the first released as a double album on the 23rd of May, 1969 on Decca Records. It was produced by Kit Lambert, and the genre is rock and rock opera. After the dry run of The Who's previous album, The Who Sell Out, Peter Townshed spearheaded a new project that was both innovative and ambitious. Tommy was a full blown concept rock opera, complete with overture, interludes, and an interwoven story about a boy, Tommy, who develops a psychosomatic affliction, losing the ability to hear, see, and speak after witnessing the murder of his biological father. Neglected and tortured as a child, Tommy captures the attention of those around him with his aptitude for pinball. Eventually, Tommy breaks through his mental obstacles and rises to power as a religious figure only to be shunned by those who had loved him, concluding with forgiveness. The band wanted the album to be performed live instead of opting to simply record and overdub the complex arrangements in the studio. The result is graceful harmonies, solid pop melodies, and progressive rock structures that branch from somber to ferocious within a few measures. Tommy was acclaimed upon its release by critics who hailed it as The Who's breakthrough, and the album showed an evolution by every member of the band as The Who became one of the biggest rock acts in the world. Tommy's critical standing has somewhat diminished slightly as the novelty of the opera and the story that has a very loose narrative isn't immediately gripping. Nonetheless, many view it as one of the most important and influential albums ever created. All right. What do we think of the Who's Tommy? More like the Snooze Tommy. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) No, it's, it's good that's
1: a, yeah, I, sure, I hear very sure that, that, sure. that, there's, that, that there's is accurate that's stuff I like in it there's there's some <laughs> solid tracks I love the track Sparks uh, I mean Pinball Wizard's a rockin' track there's some you know B sides the... and yeah, I think it is
0: yeah, yeah I the, think Pinball Honestly, Wizard stands so out my
1: yeah. my initial exposure to The Who came from the mostly live album uh, The Kids Are Alright so I think it's, you know, live versions of songs from
0: live from Leeds I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say live from, from Leeds no but, no okay
1: um, and so, hearing some of the songs, the version of Sparks on there is much more rockin', uh, much more electrified. Um, it's the same version of Tommy Can You Hear Me, which I, I've always disliked.
0: Wait, which uh, which one is that? Because boom, they play boom, boom, on boom, two boom, different... Boom, 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 Tommy, okay. can you hear me? Okay, okay,
2: okay. It's okay. The,
0: the, okay. the chorus. Tommy,
2: Tommy, oh, oh,
0: me? towards the end. Yeah, yeah, towards the
1: end. Tommy? But, I mean... I get what they were trying to do, and the whole like concept album thing had been the sort of holy grail.
2: Um. Dude, We Small Hours fucking kicked off this book with concept <laughs> records, and it blows this piece of garbage to <laughs> pieces. Well,
1: yeah, and I just think the music, the, the overture is super corny. Piece of garbage is wrong. It I, sounds I like, you know... It sounds like a bad pop opera a lot, a lot of
2: the time. It is a bad pop opera
1: in I a think,
0: lot of ways. I think a lot of yeah, I think a lot of people said that this could be trimmed down by a good what, 20 minutes and, and I mean, no least, one would And it was no so a fucking it. thing. So
1: much of it is forced going from one track to the next. There are these like abrupt tempo and time changes that just just you know, stop, like in
0: real operas. Just stop. <laughs> I was gonna say it feels kind of like a real opera well, yeah, where it your, has a little convoluted your plot,
1: your recitative, and <laughs> the the narration moving this stuff along. I mean, sure, yeah, but it's yeah, the it's,
0: narration always seems to it like comes back and it's there's a little these jerky little in yeah places.
1: Yeah, um, and I, I'm not a particularly huge fan of opera to begin with. I'll be honest. Um, huh. so all right.
0: I'm not either, and I kind of feel like this. <laughs> this truly <laughs> is like a rock opera where, okay, you have a right. loose narrative of a story that continues to have melodic themes that come back. I, lo- <laughs> I love more this. and more, um, but it just never. It doesn't truly isn't truly gripping. It doesn't no, grab I, you. I was bored a lot of the time, and there's <laughs> which is cool. Like which is,
2: is it's basically opera at that point. So I can't say that they didn't. Like you know, accomplish their goal. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing that they did fuck up. Can it? Can I? Can, I, Ooh, what, can lay, I? Lay it on us. Okay. So the song "Fiddle About." Okay. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know a lot
1: of the song t- titles because it all just
2: blended okay, together. Well, but it, it, It's the one where his uncle's molesting him. Mm. It's called "Fiddle About," and they don't have a fiddle in it. Doing a thing, oh, they boy. could have fucking did a devil goes down to Georgia with a fucking fiddle going over the thing with the fiddle about. <laughs> they should have, about, have referenced like, that song. Do, 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 in do, 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 69? Yeah, or something like they, they, There's no violin at all, and it could have. Oh, I would have. I mean, well, I with guess...
1: their cheeky sense of humor, you'd think that they would have caught that one <laughs> and thrown it in.
2: Ugh, fiddle well. about. Um, right. I, I think that a lot of this is a little semi-autobiographical uh, by, yeah. uh, by Townsend who it like got fucking, he, he got picked up for like looking at child porn, like mm-hmm. back in the early aughts and claiming that it was, he was doing research on like, cause he thought that he was molested, mm-hmm. which I would pretty much say if thi- if this is the lyrical content of your shit, you probably got fingered.
0: Yeah. And Like, yeah, or at least something or something bad happened. Yeah, I think I agree with with you guys that it's just it it just doesn't have not all the songs fit in and you could quickly strip away. However, how do we feel that being a let's just say this was their entire show. Maybe they came back for a couple encores or something like that and they wanted to present an entire show. I mean, seeing, and seeing them
1: play this live would be would be incredible.
0: I think that yeah. is is I mean, what kind of puts
2: us over. The I,
1: I top. like I like the album overall. There's a lot of I think just corniness and.
2: I th- I think they opened the door for other people to do bigger concepts like this. Um, I would say The Wall succeeds way more than mm. this one does. I would say Bad Out of Hell succeeds way
0: more than this one does. But Bad Out of Hell is almost like a rock musical, though. Right. Well, I mean,
1: what's his name? Who's the songwriter with Meatloaf? on all those. Is it Rungren? No, uh, it's the other guy. I think, he, but he comes in part from musical theater yeah. uh, experience. Yeah. Um, I don't know if specifically, but like Jesus Christ superstar type stuff. Okay, it's got very similar musical sort of roots. Yeah, I
2: mean, we we and, don't get Hedwig the Angry Inch without this. We wouldn't have probably gotten uh, Jim
0: Steinman. That's sorry, who it, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we, also, if anybody's listening to this and has not googled Jim Steinman, please mm, do it yeah. immediately. Oh yeah, he's got some amazing photos. <laughs> um,
2: I, you wouldn't have your uh, Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars without this. Uh, um, yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah. So I mean, it it, it, yeah. it it's it's important in that way, but like it doesn't. People did it better than the Who did, and I think that has more to do with like how ambitious they were with like. Like again, like you said earlier, like you could cut twenty minutes out of this and no one would have fucking known.
0: Yeah. Like, it. Yeah, it's a, a, a little big, a little too big for their britches. Well, yeah. I don't know about that though because I think this gets more praise because people weren't expecting it from the Who. Could I think I know. think that they they were a ruckus band, they were destroying guitars yeah. and they were you know. Yeah, this is pretty polished
1: and pretty... And this
0: is like a full conceptual Mm -hmm. and has melodic, you know, uh, ideas and and interwoven stories and things like that. And I think that once that came out, they're like, whoa, The Who is a a band to be reckoned with. There are gorgeous, I mean,
1: harmonies, um, both vocal and just musical, the the progressions. I I mean, there's there's a lot going on here. Um, And I think my inclination with these with this, these albums, with this podcast is to be hypercritical just yeah. because, I mean, these albums, you know, we've heard about literally as long as we've been alive and they've been played and overplayed and blah, 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 and overtalked, And so, you know, coming at it from now, you know, we obviously have the, you know, however many decades of experience and, you know, cultural musical knowledge and everything to sort of throw at this. Um so it's it's a little unfair or whatever criticism we get to you know that we get to hurl at it. But then it's
2: but, not it's not because occasionally yeah. there is literally a perfect record that comes across our ears like this is fucking timeless. This well, is not well, timeless to me. Like I mean,
1: that's that's fair. I I just I think I'm just saying that, you know, I, I tend to be overly critical, while at the same time, I, I mean, I get what this I want to be loud and yell at about things, because I've been drinking whiskey. Well, that's fine, that's well. <laughs> Um and I, and I do, I do like this, um, and this was something unheard of before.
0: It's gonna be a good year,
2: especially if you and me sit in together. So you think 21 is gonna be a good year? Could be good for me and her, but you and her.
0: Here, and it doesn't. It doesn't have the overtures, and it doesn't have like bringing back themes. The and all, yeah. Oh fuck you. <laughs> All right. Did anybody think that, that that went on for like at least eight minutes too well, long? Well, I mean, it just yes. I mean,
1: it's it, it's those sorts of things. that... Is it the intermission? Well, it's it's those sorts of you know, in like in an opera, those long drawn out passages would would be where a vocalist would be advancing plot
2: through a very fast... I thought you'd say that where the sets were being changed.
0: I mean, that, that could
1: like be that. as uh, as
2: well. No one was um, going out to the lobby during those those parts, though. I mean,
1: you, you have your same themes. You've got the See Me, Feel Me theme. you got your Pinball Wizard theme. you got your Sparks theme that we're listening to right now. And these all come back and, you know, interweave throughout the entire album, a lot of which is great, but then it, sometimes it also feels like they just ran out of ideas and kept on doing those ones on repeat.
0: I was going to say that when it gets, to, I don't know if I get tired, but it seems like after uh, the Go to the Mirror, the Mirror song, it mm-hmm. seems to kind of get a little less inventive and creative, and they kind of just get into this, well, like, they- now let's just get the songs you know, got out of here. E- each of those,
1: at least three, like, main motifs, if I think there's more probably, they, you know, they're repeated, you know, many, many times. Throughout yeah, the so maybe album. I'm just
0: tired of... Uh,
1: well, I, I mean, I think that that's fine as long as there's some point to all of that repetition and normally that would be the point when a vocalist would be providing more detail, advancing plot, whatever, yeah. but they're just going back and repeating the same musical motifs yeah, and it, maybe is there something else? Is there a libretto or something that we're that we should follow along to in the liner notes? Is there other no, other any no? Other people
0: were actually pretty confused when were. it came came out to say who, you know, when I was wondering if they were confused about who the narrator is because on certain parts they're like, oh, what should we do with the boy? Okay, is this now we're with the parents and then it shifts really weird. Uh, it like at like <laughs> Rob got ice, yeah. Around uh, it was like sixteen with Sally, and now it's Sally's story. But then she's only in it for one song, and you know, like all this stuff, it just kind of it's it's loose, uh, very loose.
1: Yeah, the actual plot and And, well, who the the, narrator is, I I thought was
0: so striking because okay, now we're following you know cousin Kevin. Now we're you know, it's all about kind of like Tommy is in these stories, but. Usually within an opera, it's like you have certain characters that are just throughout the entire story. So, are you saying that Tommy and is Tom- Mad Max, and oh, I the
2: uh, things are happening around him? Well, and that's the story. Check out Rob Borg for Sort new <laughs> sort
1: <of>, sort Tommy <laughs> Mad Max fanfic.
0: <laughs> I thought that they it would be more of. Um, you know, I kind of remembered it as being more of okay, these are the characters and everything's yeah being done to Tommy. He doesn't have a, a will. He doesn't. You know, he, it's all about things that he he's just a an instrument for these people to force upon their beliefs, all their all their things, mm-hmm. until he finally finds his voice or or breaks out of his shell and and that sort of thing. And I think it sort of does that, but at the same time, it. It doesn't present it in a way that is is a. Uh, it's not coherent. It, it, falls, coherent. Yeah. it falls
1: short in that in that regard. But honestly, I like that they went for it and did this. I think it's a fun album to listen to. It's too long overall, but there's there's a lot of.
2: You, you'd say fun though. Like, did you have do you I have mean, fun listening to this front to back? Hon- honest, honest question.
1: Like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think a lot when when they're great. They're fucking the best. I mean, and there's a lot of solid songs. I, I, I get it all blended together. I was listening to this while I was doing other stuff earlier, so I, uh, and, and a lot of it you know, repeats itself. So I had a hard time keeping track and
0: whatever. But I think uh, I would have a hard time like listening again and uh, like listening again and not wanting to just be like, "Oh, oh we're gonna go to that one. one. We're gonna or go to that like one." That. I
1: mean, the the problem there though is that there are some beautiful moments oh, yeah. of just like oh, yeah. these little instrumental exchanges, these little chord progressions, and some of the transitions are, are very well done. So it's it's a bit of a crapshoot. And and because <laughs> there's so much going on and it's hard to tell exactly sometimes when those moments are, so you kind of do have to listen to it all the way through in order to fully get each of those those little hidden gems um, you could certainly cultivate and, and find like the the hits and the jams, and it would probably be a, a more of a banger of an album to throw on, you know, in company uh, or or with company or whatever. Um,
2: yeah, I would never sit down to, and I would never put this record on intentionally and listen to it backwards to forwards. It it doesn't hold my attention long enough. Like the good stuff is good, but it's so spaced out. Like I I couldn't, uh, I I would never want to
0: do this on purpose again. Would you go see it if they were if somebody was performing sure. it? Sure. Okay. Yeah.
2: But when someone's performing it, though, there's other shit that's happening and, yeah, there'd be fucking, like, set changes and, yeah. like, you yeah. know, there'd be things to watch. Like, there okay. is very few and far between that you can find an opera that you want to sit down and listen to the whole thing because, it, by its nature, an opera is a both visual and musical medium. So, like, yeah, it uh live sure, but like to sit down and listen to it? No. It's, it's saying look what we can do with rock and roll and i like that but no the story of tommy oh. what is the moral do you even know kill your idols maybe i, I, don't, I don't like or
0: I, I i don't know i think it's having i mean i think it's an artistic uh statement about it's about an artist that has no voice it has, it's being thrown into a society where everyone decides your fate until you can can realize and create something of your own. Find your way. Find your way. But then it's ultimately how that's corrupting because Tommy then uses he once he's in the world, he also then becomes part of the world mm-hmm. and realizes that people reject him because he's now become part of the world. I think it's a lot of the counterculture of the 60s being like the dropout, you know, hippie movement of saying, We want to reject society, but then by
2: Hey, man, when you point your finger, you're really just (laughs) pointing three fingers back at yourself.
0: Yeah, and the mirror is a very, uh, very prevalent in the, in this, uh, the mirror is like a prevalent uh, imagery within Mm. the, within the album. Sure.
2: I just think that other people have done it way more concise and better since this, but I understand the importance that someone had to be the first to come out of the gates, like being like, look, a concept. Yeah. With rock and roll, and for for whatever that's worth, sure. But I'm never gonna listen to this record again. It's it's uh, to me, it's not worth a full like length listen. It's not. It's got a couple good tracks, but like, it's not even good for the story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think this record I mean, just kind of blows.
0: I'll revisit in bits and pieces. But yeah, it's, it's I thought I might be. go back and watch the movie again. You I know, never saw them visiting this. Seen uh it wasn't it wasn't great <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, as i remember it and would you say that pink floyd did a better oh, movie yeah. with the wall oh yeah 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 okay. absolutely it this has a little it's it's goofy and it has that sort of like 70s like psychedelic 70s whatever. british sort of i also find it very strange that at the end of this the story it's like he does this thing and then they're so quick to reject it it's like it wraps up like immediately in a weird way Side four is is a very weak side. The like Sally Simpson, um, and then I'm free, and then it's welcome, holiday camp, and then <laughs> we're not gonna take it. It's like they just are. They have this whole buildup, and then all of a sudden it's like, boop. Yeah. Kind of. it, it it's very strange. You think there's going to be some sort of like oh redemption now. Tommy is doing this, and it just immediately kind of like wraps up this this weird way. We can't uh, go with fucking eight sides. Yeah. Get this thing done. <laughs> How do you feel, Rob? Um, uh,
2: I'm, I'm, neutral on negative. Like it, I I would never tell someone to listen to this record. Yeah, and I guess for posterity's sake, or for for what it brought forward later, like as far as like concept and you know the amount of like theatrics and everything. Sure, it. it it deserves it deserves a place, but it. I I could have gone the rest of my life without hearing the, this entire record and been happy with the couple of singles <laughs> that I knew off the of Tommy. Year,
0: yeah. Does it belong in the book?
2: Uh, I mean, as much as uh, that, I fuck. I, I hate. No, it doesn't. It okay. fucking sucks. <laughs> <Okay>. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck the Who. <laughs> oh. Fuck their stupid, oh. crappy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Eight side garbage. <laughs> side four. Four sides. It's yep. a double. It's a double. No, I... I, I No. It, <laughs> I hate saying that because I like The Who, but this album just kind of stinks. Okay. It's too long
0: and okay. meandering and, and dumb. I don't know if I can go neutral on this because it just is like one of those albums it feels that like you're just pl- like... Like blasphemous yeah, or something. It feels weird going saying well it's okay because it was so such an interesting album and i tend to like stuff like things that stretch outside the the normal i'll just go positive i'll go positive i mean i like it i I like a lot of the songs man but there there are some parts in it that i just they kind of wane on me and you're right. I don't know how much I'm, I'm going to revisit. You won't. N- n- none of
2: us here are going to be like, you know, it's a good.
0: I mean, I like, I like a couple songs though. Sure, for sure. But, you, but you're not going to be like,
2: you know, what I want to do after I get off work? Yeah. I want
0: to go sit down and listen to fucking Tommy.
2: <laughs> like, I don't. I don't see. Like unless you have to do an essay on Tommy, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't just pick the choice tracks <laughs> well, and leave it because to because you itself. need
1: to listen to the whole album to be able to pick
2: the choice yeah, tracks. And yeah, there are yeah. there
1: are good songs on here that aren't just the radio hits.
0: The, the woven the yeah, I'm going positive. I think, uh, I, think right. I think I would go I would go positive of. too. I mean, there's
1: it takes some effort getting through some of it, um, and, I, and I think there's some of it's redundant and some of it's unnecessary and a little sloppy. It's a know, lot of it.
2: Not some. You know, it. It's,
1: it's, it is far from a perfect album, but I think it did an important thing. I think it did well overall. Also, um, great playing. Great playing. Yeah, I just have to, yeah, for sure. I mean, and I mean, it's a pretty much nonstop song yeah. for seventy-five minutes, which is impressive in its own right.
2: Which, um, now that you mentioned that, watching this live sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've just described a fucking fish show. God damn it! <laughs> No, I they're used, not.
0: I wanna like the who they're not jamming. They're, they're not doing being any reactionary of that stuff. now. Yeah. Which I've <laughs> never Me? known you to be. Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah,
1: I, I would I would put it in a positive column. Um there's there's a great a bunch of great stuff. And seriously, the version of Sparks on the Kids Are Alright fucking rips. Yeah. It's not there's a there's a moment there where something happens with Townsend and his guitar. It sounds like he electrifies like himself and the guitar at once. Uh it's it's great. If Moon had been able to open up a little bit more, like he does with some of these songs later on live, I mean, then you, you really start to feel it more. This one, it seems like there's something held back or something missing. There's there's instrumentation that just isn't there um, that maybe should be, I don't know.
0: Well, I think that the instrumentation isn't there because they w- had to do it live. And they were like, how are we gonna do th-? They could have put in all yeah. these orchestras and stuff, that that was a very conscious effort on their part to just strip it down and say, well, let's just do this so that we can, so we can actually, live. we can do it live. Yeah. They had, they wanted to do what well. Pet Sounds was happening, what. Oh, yeah. I mean, the other other direction is to do with the Beatles Sergeant and Pepper then never play live. Never play it. Yeah. yeah. And so they, no, they, that's a good point. They purposely were like, no, we want to, this is going to be live. We're they could have got
2: some pedals.
0: Yeah, like yeah they,
1: they, they, they could have done. Uh, well, Moon could have things. opened up a bit more. He's the most reserved He's, on this it's album. It's so reserved. Yeah, it's if you stinks. ever to hear him,
2: yeah, I I don't like hearing Keith
1: Moon like holding back. <laughs> Seriously, pull up the Sparks version from the Kids Are All Right. Okay, it's so much better.
0: I want I want to listen to that okay. after this. All right, next time we'll be talking about Miles Davis in a silent way. All right, thanks, y'all.